Broadcasting from the Any Hour Services Podcast Studios, I'm your host, Mike Wilson, and on this episode of In the House, we're going to be talking about the advantages of replacing both your furnace and air conditioner at the same time. Let's go. In the House is a podcast about the major systems in the house, electrical, plumbing, heating, and air conditioning. Uh, I've got Kevin and Richard with us today. Um, they're managers over the HVAC service and tune-ups and install departments at any hour services how y'all doing guys doing really good Bef oh i was solely gonna say really good because last podcast you said really good one just one up me i don't know if you remember that or not well i don't but let's not even start. i'm doing awesome even, mike that's better than really good Kevin. you win, you win. <laughs> i said i'm doing really good so i'm good that's that's good before we get started actually i want to um I want to cover two things. Number one, if you're out there watching this particular episode on either YouTube or Facebook, do me a favor and leave me a comment uh, down in the comments of where you're from. I'm curious like where some of these, well, I guess not necessarily listeners, but where the watchers are watching from anywhere in the country. Leave me some comments. Number two, knock, knock. Who's there? Tank. Tank who? You're welcome. Oh. All right. So. <laughs> got him. <laughs> so we're going to go ahead and just get started. Wait, diving. I've actually got something. A curveball. You just were talking about comments, and we have a comment from YouTube. That was quick. Already? Way to go, YouTube. <laughs> the, comment, <laughs> the comment was made on the Top 5 Furnace Hacks episode. Gary Hewton wrote in, he said, how do I get my furnace to run with a power outage? I know I have gas, but the blower needs to blow. How can I connect a regular UPS to the furnace to heat my home? Do you know what a UPS is? A mail delivery system. No, that's USP, United States USPS. Postal Service. Mm. Yeah, that's not USPS it's a battery, it's a battery backup. So. Yeah, I knew that. <laughs> you just chose not to say it. If there's a way, so there's a way you can do like a uh, kind of a male and female uh, plug. So you can have it plugged in in your furnace. So you just undo it inside your furnace and hook up in a regular extension cord. And you, that way it's got power. So, my, but if you're, uh, if you've got a power outage, your, well, is now what the, best, the got, backup is? Though? Yeah. Well, you've got whole home battery backup, right? A whole home battery backup. It works depending on what size of battery that you've got. You can have it set up to run and keep certain circuits alive, right? So I'm gonna I'm gonna actually field this one. I can't wait to hear this because no, it's gonna be good. Well, you're because an electrician. I'm, well, yes, but that's not why I have an answer. I have an answer because uh, when we did the tankless water heater episode. I said we had the rep from Noritz in and I was saying that I really feel like the only downside to my tankless is when the power goes out, I don't have hot water. And he's like, oh, you can just hook up a UPS, uh, you know, because it only takes about 100 watts to run the thing. And then you can have hot water when the power goes out. And I was like, I, I don't know why I never thought of that. But I went home, went on Amazon, bought a UPS and plugged it in and it works. Now, what's the, what's this uh, commenter's name? Again, Austin, Gary, Gary, 
here's what you have to take into account because most UPSs are for computers and things that are running less electricity. Your motors and things uh, are usually running, they're usually using a lot more um, energy than like a hundred watt light bulb. So if you wanted to get a, a UPS that would run the thing, you've got to take a look at uh, how many watts you're running and how many minutes you want to like run it for. And so you're, you're probably going to be up in the very expensive, like $500 range plus to try and run. Actually, you may be even a thousand to 1500 because in the example of, uh, that the Noritz rep gave saying that like, Hey, for a hundred watt light bulb, which is about what their tankless uses producing hot water, uh, in order to run it for 16 hours or to get 16 hours of runtime, uh, you need a certain size UPS. And I looked up all of the part numbers that their engineers specced out and it was about 15, 1600 bucks for a UPS to like run a tankless water heater. And your furnace is going to run uh, is going to pull more power. The motor on your furnace anyway is going to pull more power than uh, that tankless water heater. You'd be better off, I think, having a like a standby generator and doing what Richard said where you have a plug hooked up and then you can run an extension cord down because that plug, that would power up the um, the circuit board and that's what sends mm -hmm. power up to the thermostat, correct? Yeah, we just did this last week or two weeks ago on a couple of customers. Home. Actually, we didn't put a couple of plugs, so... It was plugged in and then nice. literally all they had to do was just unplug it and plug it straight in the extension cord and they got power. So did they have like a generator? Yes, yes they so had a generator. So that's what they did in that situation. Uh, Gary, thanks so much for the comments. Hope this helps. Uh, you mind if we talk about this topic? You, you cool with that? I don't mind at all. You got any more curveballs? <laughs> yeah. No more curveballs. Okay. <laughs> knuckleballs, anything like that? No knuckleballs. Okay. No fastballs. Okay. Your your solution was way cheaper than the ones I was thinking of because I was thinking like you were thinking the solar whole, big battery packs no, right no because they have the like a bunch the, of D batteries no because you can do the they've got a two a few different kinds they've got an LED whole home battery backup as uh, Onan uh, don't look at me I ain't got a clue um, those Andy, things are huge though those are they're they're about as big as a fridge. Yeah, well, well, that's what I meant by solar battery backup, meaning like the solar could charge it you and can charge they could it usually with solar. do them at the you same can, time. You can have it so they charge just off of your power when it's on, but then yeah. they don't, if the power doesn't come on for days, you're screwed. Yeah, so those so, things are like giant battery yeah. backups. Yeah. And they're expensive. Yeah. And generators, whole home generators, they're expensive too. Yeah, but, but like a standby generator, if you're just trying to like keep the, the furnace going. That's furnace, fridge, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, a few things. Less expensive, but... Uh, replacing both our furnace and air conditioner at the same time. This topic. I, I thought we were going to do good. I thought I was going to like go right into the topic today. I thought I'd get my little knock-knock joke out there. But Austin had other plans. I thought he had a joke when he says I'm going to throw a curveball. I did God, too. I, I actually I thought joke. it was going to be. I thought my <laughs> knock-knock joke spurred. Oh, you got one now. That's, no, that's like a double curveball. You guys <laughs> thought it was going to be. You know what I mean? I was like, it was great. Curveballception. Knock-knock. <laughs> Who's there? I mean. I mean who? That, that's it. This is my two-year-old's joke. She just looks at you expectantly, and she doesn't go anywhere. <laughs> yeah. That's the worst we're, when, like, we're, little we're kids how to do it. learn knock-knock jokes. Oh, she's terrible. And then all of a sudden, everything is like, knock-knock. Who's there? Blue. Blue who? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, she's she looks at you and then goes, knock-knock, and starts it over. And you're like, okay. And then if you try to say knock-knock to her, she gets, she, like, no, and she gets mad. <laughs> wow, because she wants to be the knock knocker. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, good luck training that out of her. Uh, 
if you're replacing your furnace or air conditioner, is it necessary that you replace both of them at the same time? You can replace just one. That's not a problem at all. Okay. Uh, how do they know if they need one or both replaced? Uh, if there's having a hard time with one, if they're having a hard time with both of them, if they're older. Um, really. So when you say having a hard time with both, it would take them a year to figure that out of using it because like, oh, it had hard time in the summer for the air conditioner and a hard time in the winter for the furnace or is this something? Well, for example, like right now, we've been going out for furnaces because we're, you know, in the winter season coming sure. through. So when we're out there, we're, you know, asking questions, how'd your air conditioner do during the summer? Mm, a lot of times sense. they'll, you know, there's times where they say, you know, it struggled last year. So we'll give them options on replacing both. That way they don't have to worry about this upcoming year. So it's like, hey, you know, I had a customer that has the furnace, their air conditioner struggled all last summer, wasn't able to keep up. So we went ahead and replaced both. And we, in the process, we found out that it was extremely low on refrigerant. So in the upcoming season, it would have had the same problems. It would not have maintained temperature. But now she's got a new system, furnace and air conditioner. The new air conditioner can do a fantastic job this upcoming summer. Gotcha. In that situation though, if when it got to the summer, uh, if she would have like, if, if it, if let's say that you did go out there and you just replaced the furnace, mm -hmm. when you just replace the furnace, do you have to like c disconnect the lines that are attaching to the, the coil, the evaporator Some, coil? Sometimes Kevin, you're sometimes, the but not usually most like, of the time you can, you can, uh, pull a furnace out independent of the AC coil. Gotcha. So in that situation, we would have replaced the furnace and you might not have uh, caught the low refrigerant. Correct. Correct. When you replaced it, do you have to like bleed the refrigerant out or capture that refrigerant? Is that yes. how you found out it was low? Yeah, we have to pump it down into tank and it tells us how much that we pulled out. And so that was how we knew it was low. Gotcha. I can't remember how much it called for six pounds or something like that. And we pulled out like two and a half. Mm. It was extremely low. Gotcha. Um, both of you guys have spent a lot of time out in the field. Kevin, you were telling me you had a story uh, about the same situation at the beginning of the show. What, what was your experience? You know, I've, I've actually seen it a lot of different times. Um, in particular, there was a customer out in Roy. We're in Utah. This was up in Roy. Mm -hmm. And uh, basically the same kind of scenario as what Richard was talking about. I went in, took a look at things. Furnace was having problems. And uh, diving into stuff, we got to talking and, and her furnace was like, 22 years old and it was just a simple conversation the air conditioner was the exact same age 22 years old and i remember the thing that got her on it because she hadn't had uh issues with the ac the year before at least not that she knew of it seemed to keep the home cold um but she was very aware of the age knew that there was a good chance something could happen and um it's if you do them a lot of times you do them separately um, or have the option to do it all at once, it can actually be a little bit cheaper if you look at the whole picture because some of the stuff that you're doing, you actually do twice, mm -hmm. right? Uh, doing your transitions with your metal and everything else, you'll do that twice if you do just an AC or do just a furnace. Um, some companies will charge you a little bit extra because dealing with an AC coil hanging there uh, can be a little bit of a pain, right? Um, so, I mean, we had that little bit of a conversation uh, it was a little, little bit cheaper in the long run to do it all at the same time. And she opted to go for the whole system instead of just doing the furnace, mm. um, thinking that it probably wouldn't be that long before we were coming back out again to do the air conditioner as well. So she figured she'd saved a bit of money. 
Gotcha. So as far as like what people are experiencing is if they're if if one if they're both struggling, then that's that's probably a good indication that there's an issue with both. Or is it possible that if both are struggling, there's a shared component that could be the problem that mm-hmm. if that if if just that was definitely could be a shared component. Gotcha. Well, another thing you can look at, too, is let's say I just moved into a house and I'm down and I'm looking at my equipment and. The home inspector told me everything was great, but I'm down there and I'm looking at it and I can see that this system was not maintained. You know what I mean? And you start having issues with one or the other. And I mean, you know that they both were treated the same way. And uh, it just taking a logical line of thought, you know what I mean? Do you want to gamble on the one, you know, see how long it's going to last or do you just want to take care of it? You know what I mean? Hmm. And, and, you know, the one thing that Richard said earlier too, a lot really plays into what's your budget right now. You know what I mean? Because it does cost more to do a full system as opposed to doing one or the other. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, there's lots to think about, but there's definite uh, advantages to having them together. So let's let's dive into that. What are, what are all of the advantages that, of doing them? You know what? You put in a full system together. So if you do just a furnace, and let's say we're a, a carrier, we're gonna, just going to say we're a carrier dealer. Do we ever say that? Anyway, so can you say that on this show? Yes, you can. Well, we are we are one. Yes. So yes, we can say that. <laughs> so, Factory authorized dealer. So I show up and I'm going to install a carrier. And let's say they've got, a, and I'm talking about a furnace, and they've got a, a 25-year-old ream that is like a 8-sear, probably actually rated as a 10-sear. You know what I mean? And it's just really old. And it works. You so they I mean? had a ream air conditioner and a ream furnace, uh-huh. and we go in and, and you come put in, in put a carrier, carrier furnace. furnace. Okay, the way these systems are designed by engineers at the factory who say, "Okay, our carrier furnace with our carrier coil and our carrier AC, if they are running together, they are going to hit this efficiency under these conditions." With you know what I mean, and so if you actually want to be able to get the peak and the best out of your equipment. I mean, you're by far better to match it up with the brand and what's been engineered to function together. You know, and there's certain models that, that in order for them to work have to be paired together. You know what I mean? Um, whereas the other way, you may not be getting all that you would hope, you know, especially because, you know, that 25-year-old ream, it's, it's not running to its potential already regardless. You know what I mean? Um, do furnaces and air conditioners last different lengths of time. Yeah. Furnaces definitely last a little longer than air conditioners. So do manufacturers, I guess I'm trying to like get, cause like in the example that you gave, um, should they be looking for, if they're just going to replace one piece of equipment, should they be looking for whoever comes out to replace that, to do it with that matching brand of equipment you know usually the stuff's so old that it's all it's like if you were going to say hey this 25 year old ream we're going to match it to it was it was matched to a 25 year old ream you know the mm-hmm. engineering all these factories they're all especially with the the regulations that get put in place they're always making things uh more efficient and better uh running and more safe and whatever else and so it, it wouldn't really do you any good to try and pair it up with the old one you know what I mean? In my opinion, anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Same, same answer. So, uh, 
average age for furnace? 15, maybe 20 years. Air conditioner? Probably 12-ish is probably where you start having issues. But they, I mean, they'll go a long time too. It just really depends. Depends on how you maintain um, it and take yeah. it. But we can make it run for a long time. But at some point, it's just going to be unreliable in parts. It's going to be expensive, run, inefficient, loud. Well, I guess I'm trying to figure out, like, uh, trying to give people as much good information as possible. If, if your furnace and air conditioner, if both of them, like the examples that you guys both shared, both units were over 20 years old. One was 22, one was 25. Like, in that situation, even if uh, – like they're both kind of past their prime, past their prime in efficiency, and there's there's more efficient models available, right? Um, are there other advantages? So Kevin, you brought up earlier, is pretty probably going to be able to save some money because when you do them both, there are parts of the job that you're that are shared between both pieces of equipment. Mm-hmm. What are some other advantages? You know, just the sheer fact that your furnace and air conditioner are going to be the same age, mm-hmm. believe it or not, that's a benefit, you know. How so? Uh, you get them installed together um, as far as your knowledge on their maintenance schedule. A system installed together stays together? Yeah, it does. That was, that was nice. Yeah. There you go. Loving Sorry. thoughts by Mike Wilson. <laughs> Sorry, you I probably a, de- you derailed you. <laughs> uh, Do you remember what you were saying? I don't have any idea. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay, so other advantages besides saving oh, some yeah. money on the system. Yeah, so so if you have it installed, it's like me, right? For example, um, my house is 14 years old. Weird to say that because we built it 14 years ago. Um, it doesn't feel like 14 years it ago. It does not feel no. like it. Uh, the house, so my equipment is 14 years old. I feel like it's brand new still to me, but I know that if my furnace goes out tomorrow, I'm going to be replacing both um, because I want to be able to get the efficiency out of whatever it is that I put in again, right? Um, My maintenance, being able to just keep track of the maintenance and know what my stuff has been through um, is another advantage, just knowing that, okay, this AC and this furnace, I know that I'm getting this and this, and I know that they've been maintenance together at this point and this point, you know, and once I, once I mismatch, it just, it gets off. And maybe that's a technician in me that that kind of would drive me crazy. And like I say, that's not going to drive everybody crazy. You know what I mean? Sure. Uh, but as far as other advantages to the homeowner, like all I've heard so far is it might cost less. Yeah, warranty. That's a pretty good advantage right there. I'm not saying that it's not. <laughs> I'm just trying to value stack here and figure out what are the other, you know, what are the other advantages. You you mentioned warranty. Yes. Warranty. I I like So if you just inst- if you just replace one, you don't have a P- a warranty on that one because you're not replacing them both? Correct. Well, really? no, no, hold on a second. What I mean by that is if we were to replace say the furnace, the furnace is still have a warranty, but the air conditioner doesn't have the warranty because we didn't put a new one in. So you've got to worry at what point or there's a potential that air conditioner or furnace, whichever one you didn't replace breaking that next season. And then it's, you know, something you're going to have to deal with. Again, it's, it's really whatever's kind of like the way I look at it is if you get need a new set of tires and they're all the same, do you replace one or do you replace all four? I'm going to replace all four because that way I don't have to worry about when's the next one going to go out and the next one, the next one. It's just an inconvenience. Well, yeah, go ahead. I was just going to say also, let's say you take and you're looking to replace your air conditioner okay you replace the ac but you put it on top of an older furnace well 
this older furnace, um, what condition is the blower in? What condition is the capacitor in? What condition is the motor in? Because it's utilizing that same uh, part on the furnace to push the air around the house for the AC as it is for the furnace. Um, when you're running your AC, you're running your blower on high. And so you're going to be getting, you're going to be needing everything that that motor can put out, right? So the fact that you're putting in this brand new air conditioner on top of this older, worn down, who knows how much furnace, you are leaving a lot of room for potential issues later. They'd know how much if they had a tune up done. Oh yeah. <laughs> Call today. It's our special. Get on the schedule. Um, um go ahead. So one thing that's kind of just me, I like to do them both. Sure. Because I like the way it goes together and it just looks better. I know it's really dumb, but it's just one of those things for me that it, it just all the metal looks better. I can ju- I can just see you out there uh, you know, trying to present options to a customer and be like, "Yes, <laughs> they're going to match. You see this, how it's a little, it's like a half inch over. Yeah. It's not going to look good. It's just going to look terrible. I know it's really dumb, but that's just me. It's like, well, it'll no. look better. So here just from a consumer, let's take the technician side out of it because I don't know that I, maybe there are people out there that like, like the matchy match thing, but oh, I mean, the are. furnaces in there are, mm-hmm. you got some stories for us. Oh yeah. I've, I've dealt with a lot of customers who they are very picky on the way things look. Okay. So that, that's, that's, all, that's all I got. That's all you got for a story. Did you want more story? What? Like he asked for a story. This, this, yeah. This is the story podcast. Do you have a story? That's, oh yeah. I got lots of them. Yeah. I believe that. And, and then you I stopped. Can tell, <laughs> I can tell you about. You got I, a story? Oh, so many. I can, well, that's it. I can tell you, I can tell you about Jim. The, the, the engineer. That sounds so made up. <laughs> the name was made up, but the story was real. No, really. I, you get these guys who there's people who are who are technical and they're they're gadgety and they want the latest and greatest and they want it to look cool. You know what I mean? And uh, I have I, I remember multiple customers who that's been the conversation. Well, this looks really stupid. You know what I mean? Uh, when you're talking about a like mis- the one a that mismatch. they had. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, no, they love the ones that get put in. So the the two biggest advantages that I see just from like the average, not technically, you know, not want it to match, not want it to like know that it like functions better together. Like I think that the, an important one is the, it it costs less money. I'm, I want to pay as little as possible for, you know, to replace the thing. And we know that like the, the most expensive part of owning a furnace an air conditioner is the operation of it, like the utilities, the repair and, and that type of thing. So you, you're looking at the initial price, but you know, all of these things that you brought up about, they don't run as efficiently as possible when they're mismatched. They might not, uh, you know, perform at their peak efficiency. That's going to cost you more right out of the gate to operate and then compound that over. You kept your last one for 25 years, you know, $80 difference a month or however long that's going to make a difference. The other thing I see is the, just the convenience who wants to like have their life interrupted by people coming in and out of their homes, tearing things apart, noise, dust, the interruption, the inconvenience of parts breaking down. And so the peace of mind that this thing is going to last the warranty that you've got, the money that you can save. Yes. It's a little bit more upfront cause you're replacing both pieces of equipment. But if, if your system is over 
20 years old, you need to emotionally prepare yourself that the thing is going to. That yeah, it's it's not a matter if, it's a matter of when. Right. Yeah, nothing nothing lasts forever that way. Um, You were telling me a situation, like give us an example of like when you've been able to go in and you were able to present options, but it was a situation where they didn't have to replace them both. What? Give me an so example I had of a, that. I had a uh, furnace where we decided to do just the furnace alone. The air conditioner worked just fine. Uh, it was, uh, I think they were the same age. I can't quite, but they were close, at least very close. Older furnace, about 18, 20 or whatever it was. And we did just the furnaces during the winter. And then the, it's ironic enough, a couple of years later, they called me back and said, hey, we're ready for the air conditioner. It's good three years, maybe even four years later, said, hey, we're ready for the air conditioner. So it worked out just fine. And I've, you know, had situations the other way around where it didn't work out like that way. Gotcha. So, so I mean, the key is just have someone come in that you trust. Yeah. That's going to, as long as you have the option to do both, like you're, you're, that's what you want. You want the option to do both. Like I've had the same situation. I'm more, if I see an older air conditioner on top of a furnace, we're going to replace. I, that's not my favorite thing to do. Cause that old air conditioner can freeze up leak water on the new furnace got caused some problems. And now you got a new furnace, but now it's been damaged because we didn't do both. We can still do that. So I'm more willing to do just the, air conditioner because it's not going to the furnace is going to harm the air conditioner versus the other way, other way around yeah in those scenarios we typically we try to clean the coil up as good as we can to you know clean the inside make sure they're not plugged but i tell you sometimes they just have issues you know that you mm -hmm. didn't know about didn't see and do exactly like that i mean how many new furnaces have you gone to and you open it up and there's a big thing of rust on the inside yeah and it's because something has come down from the old the old coil. Yeah. I'm a, I'm, I'm a big believer of, Hey, let's give you the option. And like, I've seen, I've been and had stories like, Oh, we had someone else out and they told us how to do both. It's like, no, 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 we don't have to. We just, we're going to offer that. If you want to do one or the other, we're happy. We don't, it's up, it's your money. It's your house. We're, we're willing to do whichever you like. Yeah. And let, let's be honest. Money is a huge factor. If, if you're, and this is how a lot of people are, your things are tight. And it's all you can do to get the heat back on or get the AC back on. Sure. You know what? Let's do it. We'll, we'll get the best, the best we can as far like I say, we'll get that old coil just as cleaned up and as uh, ship shape as we can and hopefully get as much out of it as we can. You sure. Know? And we can go through the system regardless if it's the first air conditioner, you know, when we replace one, we can go through the other one and typically say, Hey, here's some things that we want to address. So it can be the most reliable to give the best longest life out of that other one. Gotcha. So if, if your system is acting up, you know, and you have someone come out there, you should get more than one option. So you should have repair options because unless they don't make parts for the system anymore, you know, you should be able to repair it. Now, doesn't mean it's cost effective to repair it, right? Uh, you should get an option to replace just the unit that's not working. And then you should get an option to replace them both. And then you as the homeowner weigh the pros and cons and make the decision. But the, the person that comes out there is there to educate and kind of answer your questions and guide you so that you feel like you're making the decision that you feel best about, but they're not out there to force you to go one way or the other. So if you feel like you're being pushed down a road that you're not comfortable with, stop and just get a second opinion. Yeah, there is now there is one type of system that really is more difficult to do just one and that's a fan coil because that coil is built inside of that cabinet 
it's kind of a one system thing. What, so explain to me more, what is a fan coil? Is That's it going to be more like an electric furnace gotcha. or if somebody's got just a heat pump or they don't have a furnace per se, it's just basically a coil with a blower motor. Like mm. that's all that's there. That fan, that coil is built inside there. They don't, to my knowledge, they don't really just make a replacement for that. Gotcha. So that's the only time it's like, Hey, you're already doing half of the air conditioner at this point. Like, let's do the both. So that's just, I gotcha. wanted to throw that out there. So somebody doesn't no, like, well, Hey, you know, this, your guy came out and said, I, there is that type of the fan coil that, Hey, it is more, you're better off doing both. How often do you come across those? Uh, not very often here in Utah, just because of our, our weather, colder weather, the heat pumps aren't the most efficient here. Our gas prices on naturals cheaper than throughout the nation. Gotcha. We, I was about to ask a question, but we should probably do an episode on heat pumps because I've got questions, but <laughs> anyway, we, we won't uh, derail the episode any more than we need to. Any last thoughts about, uh, you know, advantages or disadvantages of, I mean, really is the only disadvantage is that it's going to cost you a little bit more up front. To me, it's, it's the inconvenience of when the other one's going to break. Yeah. Like that's what it really comes down to. No, me. sorry. A disadvantage oh, of oh. replacing them both. Like, it, that's the only thing. I mean, we talk oh. about in advantages, like the, the money you save. Yeah. Like, so the disadvantage to me is like, well, it's going to cost you a little bit up more front, up front. Up front, it's a little bit more expensive. Well, yeah. I mean, it comes down to the upfront cost. And are you going to have to take work off? That's a, a cost. Like, there's a lot of extra costs that will be tied into it. Sure. All right. Well, if you guys have nothing else, if you're in a situation right now where you need to replace your furnace or air conditioner, I hope that this episode, like maybe you're in that research phase. Hopefully this episode gave you something to think about. Um, yeah. And thanks for listening to this episode. We'll be back next Tuesday with another episode of in the house. If you'd like to know more about any hour services, visit anyhourservices.com. I've been your host, Mike Wilson, and you've been listening to in the house.